This is Joshua Tanzer. I'm making the Purple State podcast. And while I'm doing that, there are lots of little odds and ends from around the country that I can share with you. And that's why I'm making this, the Parallel Purple State podcast. So there will be two feeds, the real one, and you want to go subscribe to that separately, and this one, which is for all the extras. So here's one. I spent some time in Arizona talking to Navajo people about life there and how they look at elections. And while I was there, I hopped across the state border to Gallup, New Mexico, where I ran into Norman John, who told me something about how people used to get eagle feathers, which are important for ceremonial purposes. By the way, this was recorded at a huge flea market, perhaps the most popular destination in the area, so you'll hear a lot of other people in the background. One younger Navajo man listened in and said afterwards that he never knew this stuff. I thought you might like to listen in, too. My grandfather was... Uh, 111 when he passed away, and my grandmother was 109 when she passed away. So there was uh, two of my aunts, plus two of my three of my uncles, plus my mother was my mom was the youngest one, and my mom I buried my mother a year ago, and she was 99 years old. But in the meantime, uh, my mother taught me a lot of stuff uh, about. Uh, what they used to do when my grandfather was living. So one of the things that uh, my uh, grandfather taught my mother was, my well, my grandfather was a medicine man. So in the meantime, he utilized his uh, rituals for things of the earth, in the earth, and above the earth. So one of the things above the earth was the, uh, the eagle. That was a very sacred uh, thing for uh, my grandfather because he utilized the feathers for different ceremonies. So he was taught, I don't know from where, but he was just taught how to bring an eagle down from sky by singing, doing prayers, sacrificing how long he would stay out in the sun no matter what the circumstances. So he stayed there. So my mother was taught how to uh, obtain the, uh, the eagle when the eagle gets uh, landed where they want it to land. But uh, there was always a little hole, like a foxhole. And, uh, but uh, my grandfather used to put woods and old canvas type or box and put a uh, wood chips on top. And my, gra- my mother would sit in that hole and my grandfather would sit on top of the, uh, along, uh, on the side of the uh, foxhole. And uh, my grandfather would catch a, a garter snake because uh, that garter snake wasn't very poisonous. So no matter how long, maybe like uh, 36 inches, 42 inches garter snake that day during the spring, summer, late fall when the hibernation starts coming. But uh, the type that uh, eagle, the, the, the caught was like an American eagle, bull eagle, depending on what type of ceremony they want, uh, was going to happen. So my, my grandfather would sing, pray to the Great Spirit, what he believed. So the, somewhere during the, during the time of uh, when they start about 10 o'clock in the morning up to about 3 o'clock in the afternoon. In between there, the grandfather would sacrifice, stayed out in the sun, cloudy, windy, 
rain or something but the, when the rain comes my they go back inside so things came on and uh, somehow the eagle would see the uh, garter snake but my grandfather what he did, he did he didn't kill the garter snake he just kind of knocked them out but the, the movement of the garter snake was still flashing the skin of the reflection to the sun so the eagle would see it from the up above and slowly comes down as he soars around so many times pass by all of a sudden he would come gliding into where the garter snake is and my grandma my grandfather would wrap his finger around the eagle but my grandma my mom would grab the, the legs of the eagle so that's what happened so but they used to wear a, a buckskin uh, apron but uh, get a lot of scars got to sacrifice how big the eagle is, either male or female, but there was a certain type of uh, eagle that they would catch either female or belonging to the female rituals of uh, what, what, what the ceremony of a male, a female would be. If they catch a male, the same thing with the male ceremony, what, what it would be. So they don't just pluck up any feathers, but they would spread the wing and catch one a good wing from the right and then to the left same thing and then down at the tail and then where the chest of the eagle is they get these little feathers and they would grab them to use in the mutual for uh, between the sun the air and the earth with the singing so that's where they use the little feathers to attach it to the herb that was going to be used for the uh, healing services. So that's how it happened. So they would sacrifice two, three, four days. So they would catch the eagles. But in the meantime, it was a, a sacrificial thing that you had to be aware of and how you've been taught. You got to have patience to do that. Nowadays, we don't have patience. We just want things so instantly. But you got to, if you believe something that's going to happen, you got to sacrifice yourself, your time and effort for those things. So that's how my grandfather and my mother used to uh, catch the eagles because eagle is a very significant bird, a fowl, because he's the uh, king of the air. And uh, his eyesight is so sharp that he could see things miles away uh, from above. And he can catch a, a fish down where the fish is floating, um, where the water would move, but he would, he would soar down and catch it. Like that, those type of uh, fall, what <coughs> my grandfather believed, my mother believed, was that you could have an arch, uh, an, uh, a sharp eyes. After they catch the uh, eagle, my grandfather would put corn pollen in the eagle's mouth that would represent a blessing to the to become a leader, either male or female. So that's how we attain our knowledge of how what goes beyond what we see in front of us, beyond tomorrow, a month, a year, what's gonna happen. Also we look back and see what we where we came from, saying that hey, this is what happened. I don't want to do this, I don't want to do that again or I've learned from it. That's why I want to move forward. That's how it was taught to us. And the corn pollen represents what? A leadership. A 
leadership there where you can't, the fear is gone. If you have obtained that, if you're blessing with that, the fear is gone so you can speak freely, out loud, people can hear you. Instead of just being shy or something like that, you would bring all that shyness out of you. Again, if you're getting this, be sure to also subscribe to the Purple State Podcast. See you there.